this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Oh, sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible, and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably answering the age-old question, do games make good movies? Hello, Internet, and welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy. Today, we are covering a special case and a positive case because, damn it, it's Christmas. Vanellope, don't fall! Uh, because, damn it, it's Christmas, and we're trying to trying to feel good before we go off into that great good night. That is the holiday season. I am one of your hosts, the Internet Soapbox Mark Donica. Follow me on Twitter, at SoapboxMark. The team's back together. Yeah! Uh, I would say I'm the, the Ralph of the group. Stacy, the Vanellope... Of course. Um, go ahead and uh, tell them your, your Twitter and such. Hi, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me at Yield Nerd on Twitter talking about, well, whatever I'm reading or watching. The- Fair enough. <laughs> and I, I would say our Fix It Felix because we fall apart when he's not here. Oh, look at, look at that. Mr. I missed you guys. Mr. P to the D's. P Patrick to the D's. D's. That is the Twitter handle. Find me at P to the D's on Twitter. And I was going to go with Calhoun. I thought I would You're be Calhoun? a good Calhoun, Calhoun? right? Matching like, hair. Uh, yeah, exactly. I want to be her when I grow up. She was badass. The definition of a badass I character. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so happy to be talking about this movie. As am I. I think I tweeted <laughs> at you. I was so excited. Are... So I missed you guys last week. And mm-hmm. like you, you like I, I didn't know what movie we were doing. So admittedly, we hit each other midweek. And I'm like, God bless you two. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. It's like it Christmas very... spirit. We're like, we get a feel-good movie going mm-hmm. into this. I don't have to come here and be contentious for like an hour. This yes. is the best. This is your gift to me. I want everybody to feel good today. But thank you. Mission no, accomplished. The one thing that I that I am sad about is that I left my Ralph cosplay at home. It is the literally the only costume that I have is and, Ralph. And it is genius. Like mm-hmm. when we talk about casting a little bit later, it's wrecked because now you're my casting. <laughs> you know what? I'll so take good. it. A late I was, 80s yeah. actor? Yeah, yeah, I'm a late 80s actor. Yeah, yeah. I, I was born it. in the late 80s. That'll so work. good. Uh, so we are covering <laughs> Disney's Wreck-It Ralph directed by Rich Moore in the year 2012. Welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy. We're going to be dissecting the movie uh, pretty well. Before we get into all of our speed runs, yes. uh, Luckily, this was a wide-release film, yep. so I brought in the trailer, and we're going to kind of talk over it about oh, just our it. general consensus before we hit speed okay. runs. So, uh, let's hit the trailer. Let's do it. Uh, I remember being so, so excited for this movie. You were. Because, well, because it's, it's, a, it's a video game, uh, it's, a, it's a Disney movie about video games. 
So I, I went into it like really kind of skeptical. We talk every week about mm-hmm. how terrible they all are, and I thought that there's no way this subject matter would hit. I and and while I can't agree with you, they brought it. Uh, they brought the the curmudgeon uh, storyline, and they from their original ideas. Uh, and we're, we're going to talk a little more later. They've been trying to make this movie since the late '80s. Yeah, which is why our casting is was in the late '80s, and I I think the reason why it never truly hit was because they wanted to make it about the hero. How do you make a hero interesting if he's perfect? Right. Right. So by making changing it and making it about the bad guy, quote unquote bad guy, right. it helps make it a little bit more appealing. Now Stacy did seeing the video game characters that we know and love help a little bit more to get me interested. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it was a little I mean first off it was Disney, so I was already excited for mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. But the fact that it dealt with video games, too. And this came out in a time when I was playing a lot of games and I had the free time to spend playing a lot of games. So I was doubly excited because these classics that I had been playing around with Mm -hmm. were on the screen in a Disney movie. How about you, Patrick? You know, again, I was a little bit skeptical, and I think coming into it, like, what what caught me more than anything was word of mouth. Like, people had seen this and been like, no, 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 like, this is an unmitigated... Success. Uh, success. It's an unmitigated mm-hmm. just joy. Watch this. Don't sleep on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like people who I would relate to is just generally cynical, you know, as a, as a whole. <laughs> we're like, no, it's a touching, outstanding movie. So, mm-hmm. um, which I think I even skipped the, the preview. Like even just watching this commercial, like none of this rings a bell. I think I just slept on it entirely. Like this is the <laughs> this is for the the wide audience. Was this uh, like for the most part? Mm-hmm. Uh, like they did have. The characters that we recognize here and there. Yep. But for the most part, it's seeing Sugar Rush for the first time, seeing Heroes Duty for the first time, and seeing yeah. Fix It Felix Jr. for the first time. Uh, all- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. As, as different games. And... I think just that bad guy support group would have sold me that, on that, right? Like, that as they're was going through, yeah, was it really? It was. That was what I was most excited about. I was like, oh, they're going to put all these video game characters together. They're going to interact, and it's and, and even even then, they didn't show you that whole scene and why it's funny that it's right. Inky that's leading the whole thing. Right. Um, right. So <laughs> I I couldn't be more excited about seeing that for the same reasons that you said, Stacey. My, what I'm Two of my favorite mediums coming together in a way with actors that, like, even after seeing the movie, I was like, they're in it, this person's in it, that person's in it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's get. Adam Carolla as Adam one of Carolla. the donuts. Adam Carolla Great. and Horatio Sands I as know. Duncan yes. and Winchell. I know, I know, I know. Hilarious. Just every little totally. bit is just great. And it didn't even <laughs> occur to me until the very end. I think, like, his last, Adam's last line, like, sec. And also uh, Ed O'Neill as uh, Mr. Litwack, oh, the arcade owner. I know. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to do a bit part in an arcade <laughs> flick? Sure, it's uh, Disney. Right. Uh, good, uh, good gosh darn. Uh, so now we're going to do uh, our speed runs. And our speed runs is where we give, usually, a... Uh, <laughs> I'm we, collaborate, we, yeah, we, we, we collaborated before this. She's got a shorter one. I've got a little bit of a lot. Okay, so you're going you're gonna to put it together. Yeah, so gonna, that's yeah. it, it's essentially a, a box, a, a blurb, something that, that you can say right away, get the idea of the film. For example, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script, but nails the spirit of the game. Quick. 
to the point. Um, who, who wants to go first? I'd like you to go first. Because I'll get long-winded with it. Why use five words when 50 will do? Okay. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's a family thing. We just never <laughs> shut up. Good Please. All right. All right, here's the speed run. Wreck-It Ralph pays, pays a delightful homage to the games of old, taking the 8-bit characters we loved as children and bringing us past the screen and beyond the port as we watch Ralph struggle with his programmed role in the traditional gaming setup. That's good. That's that's like a straight up just of something I would I would read in EGM. I, I, I want to see the movie now. I feel like you've got a career. Right, on us. We got yeah, it. Go. This is really good. Found I, my calling. I'm very much overprepared for this one. Like you, you guys know me. Usually I come into these things like what? Like literally I'll sit down and like what did we watch again? I have no idea what we're talking about when we get on camera. I'm super excited about the casting, uh, and I kind of I gave you two, right? So, um, but it, it'll work together. So, <laughs> it's even better. Uh, it's not no, only is it long, long, I have I've two. I've got a short one and a, a, a one about your same okay. length. Fair so, enough. Uh, I said quite simply, the very best video game movie or video game adjacent movie. Period. Hard stop. And then a little longer one that explains it uh, in the tradition of Toy Story. Wreck-It Ralph imagines the secret life of children's playthings. Only here, it's video game characters home to life in arcade after it closes its doors. It's got a high. Disney has got a high-scoring hit on its hands that's brilliantly conceived, gorgeously executed, and earning bonus points for backing nostalgia with genuine emotion. Dude, if oh, seriously, see? if we we got to do more current movies as they come out because we got box quote makers. I'm like, telling 100%. you, I'm telling you, this is. I spent some time on this. It's your, <laughs> it's your well, it was beautiful. Yeah. I know. I was going to vet it with you guys, and we're going to go through some edits to have you punch like it up a little bit. Scrolling on the walls, like, like no, this no, won't just, work. <laughs> it's like a beautiful mind. Well, mine, mine's relatively simple. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph does what most video game movies can't, and it shows why this medium can be successful with video game uh, properties. So what was the secret to its success? When you say that, like, like, what about this made it so that it could do things that other video game movies can't? The fact that it wasn't based off of an existing property. I agree. I completely agree. Because, uh, and the the director himself said, I didn't want to do it based off of anything because there's already so much history there mm-hmm. that you can't play with it. So by making your own game and your own history of that game and then your own history within that world, you can do whatever you want with it. No, totally, right? You're not beholden to lore. And, like, everybody knows, like, people, gamers in that community, like, are the loudest, like, vocal minority oh, yeah. in, the, in the world, oh, right? Yeah. So, one misstep, it's kind of gross. I love that they just invented their own property. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And with all of these, you see the source material. Yes. With Fixes right. Felix, you see it's a reverse Donkey Kong. For sure. Uh, mm-hmm. With Turbo Time, they even said it, like, Ra- uh, Rally X uh-huh. was kind uh-huh. of right. the, the, the next one. Sugar Rush, clearly Mario Kart. Uh, and Heroes Duty is, I mean, it's in an arcade, so it's weird. So I would, I would put it to like, uh, like an Area 51 or, uh. Slash Call of Duty, maybe? S- yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely, definitely head that way. Area 51's a good, good parallel. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, in terms of, a, of an arcade shooter, like a Time Crisis, yeah. mm-hmm. something like that. So, so. Virtual Cop. Virtual Cop. <laughs> so as gamers, we could see those parallels For and sure. accept them because mm-hmm. those type of carbon copies were made Anyway, totally. Like literally, right. Donkey Kong is a is a copy of Popeye mm-hmm. because they lost licensing. They're like, let's just put our own crap into it. So uh, <laughs> usually, was definitely overheard in a board meeting. Somewhere. That's Nintendo. <laughs> like, put our crap, ship it. That um, was in Nintendo's uh, seal of quality. <laughs> Sorry, that was in Nintendo's uh, actual press release. Like, we just threw crap into the old machine. Do you see how much we're needed for back of the box quotes? Like that's the best Nintendo can come up with. We have a future here. Yeah, like got it. it. Damn it, Reggie. <laughs> uh, so next. from there, um, this will be interesting because we're dealing with a genuinely good movie. Yes. 
Uh, controller toss moment. Uh, usually this is a moment when you're watching the film and you have a you've got to be kidding me moment. So it could be something where, like, usually it's with something bad. This will be interesting because I, while some people may be able to find fault in this movie, I really can't. Yeah. I think yeah. it's an amazing film. So uh, do, you, do either of you guys have a controller toss moment? So, uh, in the spirit of over-preparing, so, like, literally, I, I'm with you. The one time I was, like, I was going through it, I'm like, I think I just threw it out of just pure joy. And I think you oh. tweeted something along the lines of, like, shut up, you you were crying, I wasn't the one crying. <laughs> but my controller yeah. toss, like, damn it, this is so good. Was it, the, was it the end? When he gets thrown off the building and gets to peek across the way oh. at the game. And, like, you know, yeah. and, and, like, and, and I think the line, it's not so much, like, if she can like me, then I, I'm a pretty likable guy, something along those right. lines. But when she said, like, and the racers love her, and that little girl pounds the like screen mm-hmm. with her like what a magic and like right. those type of moments have to really be earned and it earned it like mm-hmm. this movie anyway so it's kind of magic um, if I had to find one weird like um well actually <laughs> moment in this uh, if I had to like take fault uh, not fault but like um you know, we're, we're all big gamers, mm-hmm. and in that bad, the bad guy support group, the guy that <clears throat> calls him out on going turbo was M. Bison from Street Fighter, and I thought that was a reference to Street Fighter 2 Turbo. That's exactly what I thought when I, I saw And I was super like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean you went turbo? Like, that's a good thing, right? Like, was it, like that was the definitive version of that game. So your and game so, got faster. Yeah, and better, and yeah. like, you could choose a character on character, like, all of those things. So I think that was the one... Miss like if if I were reading, but that was that would be my If you really get in there, but that was us though. That's the big Street Fighter Mm -hmm. fans. They were like. yeah but, yeah, but like, why couldn't if like if Blinky had said it or, or Clyde or whoever the ghost was or like anybody else but, but Bison, Bison yeah. called him out and going turn about could have been Satine, but it certainly oh yeah, <laughs> but it certainly wasn't a controller toss moment. No. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, all right, it was like a pause and like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna keep playing. Yeah, but that was yeah, weird. yeah, exactly. But that's too long of a name, Stacey. Uh, well, you know, I mean, terrible segment. Yeah. <laughs> my controller toss moment. It's one that you can really only have once, and it's the big reveal about King Candy. And I believe we have a picture and for that one. If you would be as, as so kind to show it, because that is mine as well. Is yeah. it really? Mm-hmm. You know what? The first time I thought that was so well done, so well led up to, and mm-hmm. they really, I mean, they really brought you right there. And mm-hmm. then it was still enough of a surprise to me to be like, whoa, what? It's still, oh. it still, it doesn't give me chills, but it right. still makes me go, ah, oh, damn it, that was such a good. It device. Was it was good. good. It was great. It was like, really it was good. Great. In the theater, I'm pretty sure Man. I audibly gasped. Just like, what? Wow. And, and they yeah. totally they totally got you because, like, they would say going turbo, going turbo, going turbo, but they only told you the story once. And right. it, you didn't think about it because of how kind of rational King Candy was. Right. right. And he was also... The fact that he was a funny character and mm-hmm. based off of, or and the performance was based off of the Mad Hatter, uh, um, Ed, Edwin's famous performance, right. the Mad Hatter. Right. So mm-hmm. already we're disarmed by that. Yes. So the fact I that it, it. <sighs> I, I love good. it so much. I, I really do. <laughs> and it's one of, and, and oddly enough, it's one of those reveals where uh, James, the, the guy who's running the boards tonight, love you James, I asked him, <laughs> you've seen Record Off, right? Because there's a thing, oh yeah, I've seen it. Good. Because the, the reveal, the Candy, know, candy know, Turbo reveal totally. is yes. so good yep. that I wouldn't want to spoil that for anybody. Because, no. ugh. And, it's, ugh. it's worth it. They lead, I mean, they get you there, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and they make it inconspicuous enough because you just think, oh, the Turbo, that's in regards to Ralph, you never think, oh, there's another character here who's already gone, or who is Turbo. And and they, they seemingly 
close the book on it. They wrap it up. Yeah, because right. they said they, they unplugged the thing and it was and gone. It, mm-hmm. Take him out of the arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you're like, oh, cool. That was taken care of. Right. Uh, but wrapped up. What Legend. like so good? Such mm-hmm. a such a wonderful transition. Um, so, uh, Wreck-It Ralph. I still don't know why I put the breakdown so low, but uh, the story of Wreck-It Ralph tells the uh, the film of Wreck-It Ralph tells the story. Of said character who rebels against his role and dreams of becoming a hero. He travels between games in the arcade and ultimately must eliminate a dire threat that could affect the entire arcade and one that Ralph himself inadvertently started. And the the fact that it wasn't bogged down in actual character lore made it that much more worthwhile to care about. And despite being super, super... We, I need to just stop really talking about how much just I love gush, this movie. Just gush, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm not why? Gush. Gush. Why? why would you Carry ever on. stop talking because we're about not, it? We're not yeah. at the, the actual discussion part. I made a list for a reason, damn it. Um, so let's get to <laughs> our stars. I know. Uh, a, the, our first star, uh, Mr. John C. Riley as Ralph. Uh, one, I, I don't know a better actor today, really, who could have fit this role as well as he did. I mean, hard it, stop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just better actor mm-hmm. today. I mean, John C. Riley's incredible, but just destroys this. Which oh. I learned after the fact, which I... Uh, this is written by the guy who wrote Cedar Rapids, which mm-hmm. also stars John C. Riley, and also one of my favorite roles. It's, it's like, so. he, he knew. He's like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. see mm-hmm. a big old curmudgeon in that yeah, guy. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, his top three grossing films were Guardians of the Galaxy, at, and this is all worldwide, uh, 771 million. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph coming in at number two at 473 million. And The Perfect Storm, which I totally forgot he was in. Yeah. Uh, 328 million. I forgot he was in Guardians. Like, he's great in, for the 36 seconds he's in no, Guardians. He's, he's, right. great, he's in it pretty in well. Bit. Like, he's, he's in it enough to be supporting and not a cameo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. right. I can see that. And that's I can why. See that. And that's why I picked it because I was like, uh, uh, he's he has uh, a really he has a good arc in terms of dealing with Peter and the crew. Yeah. So mm-hmm. by the end of it, you come to terms with him as a character, and he looks like he'll be the guy babysitting the crew from the Nova Corps going on. I hope so. I that hope was so. one of the be best great. scenes of the entire movie when they're leaving and they all <laughs> pass him. It's fantastic. It's like, oh, I made a huge <laughs> yeah. mistake. Uh, And then our co-star, Miss Sarah Silverman, playing the role of Vanellope Von Schweetz. Uh, She's been in. She does a lot of uh, passion pieces. So um, not too huge of a mark on the box office, but I. She's she's an amazing actress who brings uh, the impishness. And sort of careless abandon of a child to Vanellope, and that quippy, like Mm -hmm. that unfiltered, just like say what's top of your top of my mind. The she, diaper baby, mm-hmm. like literally, I've been running around saying that <laughs> since I finished watching that movie. Every line, it's she's great. It's wonderful, and and it's she plays it well enough to where it feels like when it first when she first starts speaking, like I'm not gonna like her, like because she has that that just amount of diaper baby in her voice to to allude to like she's kind <laughs> of a no little adjective. she's kind of a little jerk, yeah, right. Uh, but super super quickly, you learn to love her, especially like. And that, and that that's akin to the writing where she's the supposing force for Ralph. From the, if you watch any of the trailers, you know they're eventually gonna like. You want to know what the moment is that really brings them together. Right. right. And seeing the kids just tear apart her cart. It's heartbreaking. Oh, Monstrous. It's, it's heartbreaking. It's Again, I'd forgotten really how much upsetting. they earn that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of films, uh, especially in the genre, cheat a little bit there, right? Like, there's a moment that should elicit emotion, and so you, right. they, they're just banking on people having that as rational human beings, but it just doesn't work. It's mm-hmm. so earned in this movie. Like, oh, that yeah. is rough. And the fact that that it was a setup. A lot. That was a setup for when Ralph does it later in the movie. Uh, which is Because you, so you feel immediately oh. how heartbreaking that is. Totally. Right. And then. 
you have to sit through it again, but your hero has to do it. Yep. Yeah. Super tough. And that doing it for your own good is just never like any... Oh, no, no. No. You want to hear that? Kids don't understand. Oh. Uh, man. Uh, and so her biggest hits were... Wreck-It Ralph was number one, uh, again, at 473 million, 473 million. There's Something About Mary was her number two. <laughs> again. Talk about, like... Uh, yep. Yeah. Huge. Three, with 360 million worldwide. And then School of Rock at 131 million. She's great when they get when she takes the right role, and it's mm-hmm. movies like this that make me wish she would do it a little bit more. I agree. Yeah. Yes. And uh, at, least more, at least more VO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she's got a great range for that. Yeah. Like she hasn't yes. used her own voice yet, so it makes it feel like her characterizations can be uh, pretty pretty good, mm-hmm. even just off of this one. Uh, rounding out the rest of the cast, incomparable mm-hmm. Jack McBrayer as Fixed Felix Jr. Um, is there another molasses, uh, molasses-esque voice that could have played Felix today? What did he call? What, what did he say? What was the line? You give me the honey, the honey glow, the honey glow. The honey glow. I've, lo- I've forgotten all about it. It's one of those it's details so you just gloss over, and it's just perfect. Anybody else delivers that line, you're like, come on! But like, really? he, yeah, it was, he, he sells was, it. He nails it. It's he great. he is one of the they're so good. Nails yeah, it. like what you did there. Boom! Again, hire this one. That was good. That was good. Um, he he just has an innocence and a totally. purity that you would expect from a video game character yeah. like this. And I don't like this is the perfect storm of casting. Oh, really? Uh, Jane Lynch is Calhoun from Heroes Duty. Just, just Royce. <laughs> The most uh, sad, uh, yeah. depressing backstory of any video oh, game ever. Unbelievable. <laughs> Even just the like the you hit, you see it initially, and then the flashback later of the dynamite gal bit, where yeah. it's like dynamite. <laughs> 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 Son of a biscuit. Oh, man. And, uh, like, how good was that little touch when, like, when they are getting married, she and Felix, and they, everybody's got their laser oh, pointers. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Ready. The one day she yeah. didn't check her watch. Her she face. got her <laughs> wedding day. It's, <laughs> it's not her fault. <laughs> oh, goodness. They handled um, that all really well, though. I, totally. The characterization and how their backstories built in. <laughs> Great. Just be- uh, beautiful. Okay. Uh, our, our villain for, or one of our villains for the film, Alan Tudyk as King Candy slash Turbo. I had to look that up. Really? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know it was Alan Tudyk, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I didn't know until after the first time I had seen it, and then someone was like, "Hey, that's Alan Tudyk," and I was like, "No, it's I'm not. Sorry, There's what? no way." I was, yeah. I was there at a, a Comic Con when they when they first like announced the cast, and he was like, "Oh," and also rounding out the cast, we got Alan Tudyk. He's like, "People are gonna." Freak out that yeah. he's in a major movie. Dude, totally. Right? Yeah. And he and he nails this performance. And a chameleon, oh, right? Yeah. Like there's no way you just audibly pick up that that's right. him, right? Like I think if you don't know yeah, You wouldn't figure it out all. throughout the movie. And when I will say is one of the most fun voices to do because you can really play with those levels. Can you do Can I do it win, please? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> That's why I love King Candy so much. It remi- it brings me back to a part of my life that I just I couldn't even relive if I wanted to. This is magic. This is a free show. You're paying for this. Like, right? This it's, is not, dude. Literally, when we leave here, could you do the outbound message on my voicemail? A sh- 
That's all I want. You've reached Patrick. I would pay great money. Come to the phone right now. Fifteen dollars. I should charge. You should charge. He's like that. Got me free stuff at Disneyland. Like not even exaggerating. I was. I was like, hey, if I can do an impression, can can you let me like trade two pins instead of one? He's like, oh yeah, try one. It did it, and they're like, sure. Thank you. Go ahead. I want it to be the holiday greeting. Dude, so good, so good. Popcorn talk. We talk movies. Um, so, needless to say, a very unforgettable performance by Alan Tudyk. By you. Uh, well, shoot. <laughs> um, but also, one that kind of uh, goes under the under the, the radar is Mindy Kaling as Taffeta. Taffeta Mutton Fudge. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I did not know that until I saw this list. Mm-hmm. When we were watching in theaters, um, uh, Dre and my fiancé was watching and went, holy crap, that was Mindy Kaling. Yeah. And that was before yeah, I started yeah. watching The Office. And now, mm-hmm. knowing her... Excellent. Yep, my great. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Joe Latruglio as Markowski, the only other named soldier that we get uh, who Ralph steals his armor from. Uh, scared of bugs. What a monster. Um, and Ed O'Neill as Mr. Litwack, that, like, despite being known for, like, Ed Bundy and um, I forget his character name on Modern Family. He still has a warmth to his voice that, like, I want to go to that arcade. Right, right, yeah. like very fatherly, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been around. It's like, like sorry, yeah. darling, here's your quarterback. Provide and joy. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And he just gets to see these kids, like, these kids are having a good time. And it, it seems like one of those small dreams where he's like, I always wanted to, ever since Fix of Felix came out, or as, as a game, he wanted, like, if only I could, like, be, at, actually, I wonder if in the flashback you can see him as, as like, a boy. Or like as a, as a young man in the arcade, oh, I don't know. and then he comes back through. But yeah, I, I always picture, I pictured him as an owner operator, right? Like he yeah. he owns that place. Oh, yeah, I mean, like and he's welcoming everybody in at that one scene when he unlocks the doors. Yeah. Come on in. That is and his. He, yeah. Yeah. And he cares about all of the arcade machines. Like, oh, poor mm-hmm. poor Felix, and right. this and the other thing. Um, also, really really fun random note. Uh, I if if I remember correctly, Litwack's arcade. There's there's a place in Downey. I totally forget the name of it, but it's based off of the layout of that. Or it it looks just like it. I mean, our, there are only so many layouts that, that an arcade true? can be, but it 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 looks it looks like an arcade that I've been to. Can we? I think that's the idea. We need a field uh-huh. trip, like an on location shoot. Hopefully, like, it's still there. The advent of barcades in Los Angeles as a whole mm-hmm. is a good thing. I mean, not just in LA, right? Like nationally. So I think we should, you know. Um, and, and speaking yeah, of that, yeah, speaking I'm of arcades, that. right before we get into the film and plot discussion, since this is video game movie anatomy, um, have you guys played Fixed Felix Jr.? I have not. You have not. I have not. So you didn't get the link that I sent you about playing the game. Oh. That's fine. I don't um, care. Again, I was just bragging about my preparation. <laughs> I'm a professional. No, I, I, did, I have not played. That's it. fine. One hundred percent fine. Um, so Disney, upon release, they made a limited edition. I, I want to say no more than 20 arcade cabinets, maybe even less, of the Fix-It right. Felix game that you could play in Southern oh, California. Tell me the cast gets one, right? Like, uh, that would I would love to. Be to. Souvenir, right? um, oh, a friend of mine at, a, uh, at a, a place where I used to work made, custom-built a Fix-It Felix machine that has Show ROMs that. so you could play any of the like the burger time, the Q-Berts, the whatever, and we oh, did, God. but it was just like, we were both so obsessed with this movie when it came out, so the fact that I had access to a Fix-It Felix machine to play Fix-It Felix, which is like That's pretty even, great. Mm-hmm. even more. So, uh, Stacy, what is your uh, experience with the well, game? Well, they had it at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and Disneyland I played it there. Yeah, and um, I mean, I played it with a four-year-old trying to play with That's me. That's the way to so play, right? It was very exciting. Yeah. It was over very quickly. I'm but sure. It, it was fun. <laughs> I tried my best. I was like, no, 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 honey, go like this, go like this. It, it worked, so, you know, slightly. Is it designed to eat your quarters? 
It's, you know, it's actually okay. We it's fair. Got, All right. You know yeah. what? Right, we enough. got a it's not like fair. Like in time, or no? no. <laughs> for for having a four year old at the helm, we had enough time to actually get through a little bit of it. Oh, very and, cool. And see the game. That's great. Least. It it's it's kind of, it's actually very similar to Donkey Kong, to where you could, mm-hmm. if you really try, you could probably get to level four or so before you start dying. Okay, um, and that's where you start losing your lives pretty regularly. But uh, it's so they, great. They put it on tablets as well as uh, PC. You can just play it on your computer. Great. So I would highly recommend any uh, anybody who hasn't played Fix It Felix Jr. It's very addicting. Yeah. like a game like fun. that should be. Mm-hmm. So uh, talking about the plot, uh, this I think is one of the few. Examples. If if you peel it back, I think it's a story of like an adopted father or an adopted father and a daughter, and you don't really get that in modern films, let alone animated films made by Disney. Mm-hmm. And the message of Vanellope's glitch being a problem is a very very sort of deep cutting message about yeah. people who may think or who may have handicaps and, and right. be, becoming empowered by that. Sure. And it's mm-hmm. it's such such a good message. I agree I agree. All around I mean there are a couple of different messages that mm-hmm. this movie kind of promotes and all of them are amazing. Including, you know, Vanellope's whole story. Mm-hmm. The, the glitch, or like, I, I like what you said about like a handicap, but I think it's almost um, literally anything that makes you different, right? Or yeah. in reality, truly makes you special. But especially in that frame of reference, as a kid, you don't mm-hmm. get that, right? Like you're just ostracized for for being different in any in any in any capacity, right? Yeah. So, um, kind of love that she, you know, there was that realization where that became her strength and helped cause her to win the race, and right. uh, you know, she valued that, right? Like, and she could channel it and made her right. unique. And mm-hmm. I love how it didn't go away at the end when the I game agree. reset. She kept uh, that part totally. of her personality because it was part of That's her. Who she was like that was her power up as a full character. Yes, right. And so something that it. It became or ended up becoming something that was always in her. That right. was always mm-hmm. something that defined her. Right. And and her owning it made it that much more special and powerful. Uh, the the humor. There's a lot of referential humor. Sonic being in the background, <laughs> saving uh, like if you ever leave your own yeah. game. Uh, Roger Craig Smith, who has been on this show before, wonderful human being. Should have called him. I'm an idiot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, did you think that having all of the video game characters was distracting or, like, just enough? It was interesting. So they ride this bat. Like, there's this line, right, where it feels like you're going to be... It's not that accessible, right? Like, mm-hmm. if if, there's, if it's too thick, then people who aren't in that know won't get any of it. But, like, it was right. just enough for people that was a, it was a delight, right? The tapper scene with Ryu and Ken in the background oh, as yeah. they're getting served. And he has to take a break, go serve people really fast, and then come back. Like, all of that totally works if you're not in the know, but... It, the fact that you are and you get it, it, it just, just makes it that much more magic. Right. Yeah. And it's a really hard line, I think, to write for, right? Because you want to oh, be yeah. accessible, but they killed it even more so than, um, oh my gosh, the uh, other video game movie, um, the one, the Pixel? only one. No. Oh, um, so we're not talking about that, right? <laughs> Scroller Brawler, um, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, oh, man, okay. I can't oh. believe I, I based, based on that. Scott Pilgrim was at the go. point where that was not, I don't think, accessible. No, that was more specialized. And it was, and it was great. It, and it was great for oh, the people, yeah. but like that is such a small percentage of people that like watched mm-hmm. that movie and got that, that this is like so accessible, but still just a delight. I thought it was great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything in the background that you may have noticed? Like any sort of Easter egg characters or actions? You what know, did you think? We, we found Maximus. 
Yeah, I saw Maximus in the background. <laughs> in the background. For, for Disney's Tangled. Okay, yes. okay. No, yeah, yeah. so not even a video okay, game character. Great. I thought that was the great. most interesting one. No. My favorite was the Konami code to access oh, the, to access the, the vault great. was great. I loved when uh, Felix is going through the Lost and Found and he finds a little um, Metal Gear. The, oh, the little yeah. 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 I don't even know what this. Yeah, it was great. So, the exclamation point! Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one of my favorite things that I just noticed on this go was uh, in the background the the cast of Qbert has been made homeless because the game got unplugged. Right and. Right. Uh, you see the guy from Burger Time bringing them a burger. Oh, and yeah. like, oh that's so cool! Burger Time is one of my favorite classics. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the fact that I get to I notice that now is even better. Right. Um, hi- highs and lows. Like what? What scenes really? What What scene do you think defines this movie? I'll go. I mean, Ooh. if I, okay. yeah. So I know the defining. No, I mean, yeah. I think that is where I got hung up, and I also want to give you a chance to jump in. I think the. Um, for me, I think it is what we talked a little bit about what sold me on the movie was the the bad guy support group, mm-hmm. right? Like, because I think this movie, like, ostensibly is about finding your place in the world, and that's a bunch of people right. who are trying to come to grips with, and the mantra, like, as he's going to knock the, the Mentos into the Diet Cola, oh. right, that I'm, I'm okay with being, mm-hmm. it's not yeah. so bad being me, and I'm going to butcher that, but, like, the, the <laughs> mantra that he gets out of that support yeah. group uh, was kind of magic, and I also, again, that's... Uh, that's chock full of those in jokes that are, are funny, but like Zangief and his like he's like when he's trying to like talk him through like I, like the, the, I crush people's heads with my thighs and if I don't do that who's gonna do like that right. whole scene is just like I mean it's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stacy, gosh, uh, I'm still thinking. Hold <laughs> no, on, no, I had to pick the, one uh, like the uh, the um, the sheer amount of setups and payoffs, whether it's. Um, like the the it was cool to see the cybugs really become uh, a huge threat. Sure, um, yeah. but the 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 Mentos Mountain, the Diet Coke Mentos Mountain, you just wanted to you wanted to see them all fall. Yep, and it it presented it in a way to where there was enough time for the audience to realize, oh, do the mountain, do the mountain, do yeah, the Mentos. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. the amount that they led, the amount of of the film that they let the audience experience with the characters makes the majority of this movie just so easy to follow along with and a fun ride. Um, mm-hmm. The training sequence uh, where we're... Oh. Like, even just that, that scene of, I, I don't know how to drive, but, I mean, it's in my code. Yeah. And flip it, it's like, you. that's when you... St- like, they switch roles as who's the curmudgeon sure. and who's the what. Right. And seeing them play that tug of war and that dance was, was very fun, too. Yeah. All right. I think I have mine. So for me, <laughs> I think us. I know. Sorry, the the most defining bit was um, so after they had that little training montage, and she sat there and she's like, "I'm gonna win! I can do it!" And he's like, "Well, hold on, calm down." She's like, "Well, do you think I can do it?" And and as soon as he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I think you can." Mm. It's just yeah, this he's just like tiny tiny chance, and she's just so happy and so excited, and just kind of that whole you just need someone to believe in you and you can do anything yep. kind of thing. And I'm crying. Uh, I loved all of done. the little. No. I think this the devil's in the details, and this movie mm-hmm. it just drips of that. Like I love it's it's a small thing, but like they thought of the cybugs being born in candy shells, right? Like it's so good. Like what well, they needless to to include that, but mm-hmm. it's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the the B plot essentially of of the movie while they're trying to get Ralph back into Fix It Felix uh, was. Calhoun and Felix. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite part about their... <laughs> it's, just, it's so good. It's, aside, it's from, so good. aside from the, the line, uh, the aforementioned line, uh, favorite part about this subplot? 
I know. She's like, I'm not I liked so much about it, though. I like the honey glow, and I really like yeah. the moment where they realize that they like the with the the laffy taffy, the laffy taffy oh. in the, in the background, sand. and she's over it, right? Like, the she's like, oh no, we're done. Yeah, yeah, she oh. was great. Um, the, I mean, of course, the the wedding, but uh, oh God, both of the weddings. I think <laughs> the establishment of Calhoun in her own game before she goes on the hunt super important to oh, yeah. the the pure butter that is Jag McBrayer's uh, Fix It Felix just sets mm-hmm. up for the perfect storm of those two getting like they both really like colloquialisms and, yeah. and random turns oh, of yeah. phrase and dude literally everything that comes out of her mouth is fantastic oh, I agree her absolutely. setup is I, one of the lines that we've I mean, we're going through lines at some point but when she yells this is it ladies kitten whispers and tickle fights end now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like yes I mean, the, yeah. the kind of adult uh, line mm. of come on pussy willows they do that a couple times in this movie. Again, which they is do. great. Like it's it's so accessible for adults and kids. Again, the best of the genre. What was um did I did I ask what was your favorite game that you saw in the background? Like whether it was I no, I'm probably Street Fighter being a street like I like mm-hmm. I used to enjoy fighting games uh, mm-hmm. a ton, but the fact that I feel like that's not typically included like you imagine like Qbert's pretty iconic, right? Like seeing some Mario characters or whatever. Like, of course, and Pac-Man, right? These are all right. icons of the video game industry. But like, Ken and Ryu, and like them being exhausted on that demo fight, like oh, when, the, yeah. when the lights go on the arcade, like let's call it a day. Like that was great. I think it was my favorite. Uh, I actually really enjoyed when they were in Pac-Man. You know, mm-hmm. they used the little. Does it have a name? The little middle, I mean, it was middle the, ground as their meeting place, and yeah. then they just kind of all the ghost walk, room. walk yeah. out. Then that, that, but then that gives the idea that the whole Pac-Man board is just this boring hallway with right. dots on the floor. Right. At, uh, it was fun, it's and good. it was fun seeing uh, uh, Pac-Man at the. They invited Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and also. Skrillex was in this movie I for know. some oh, oh, yeah, I know. I know. There. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, did, he did bits of the, the soundtrack. He helped remix because mm-hmm. uh, that's when, when he was uh, kind of peaking. Uh, well, not necessarily. He was, he was at a peak. Uh, mm-hmm. It was inter- very weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. where. Yeah. I mean, if they showed, like, a DJ hero in the background or something right. like that, then that makes sense. Maybe. Um, which one of the. Which one of the games that they introduced. Would you do you want to go to the arcade and play the most? Heroes Duty. Heroes Duty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like right now, I want that medal. Mm-hmm. Like my life is incomplete without that. I mean, I want Gotta to like, sign medal. me up, take all of my money. I want to play Heroes Duty. It's probably like a three dollar game too. Can I play as Calhoun? It is was. my question. How many quarters she put in? Oh, well, no, it would be uh, within the rules of that of that game. So you would have to be the You'd the be camera bot. Person, yeah. No, I want to play as Calhoun. Can I play as Calhoun? Is she a DLC? Like, let's make this happen. It's I want to play as Calhoun, man. Maybe, maybe like this hypothetical situation we're talking about imaginary games. Like oh, that's all I'm if saying. If you get to play as Calhoun, then yes. D- yeah, I'm okay. on board. Okay. I did love that the fact they established the first person as just a camera on wheels. Because oh, I, I mean, that's that how I great, right? And I think I even play like I play inverted, like when I play shooters, because I relate mm-hmm. to right. Like so, when you pull yeah. down on the X axis, because I'm relating to that pulling a camera back and looking up, and mm-hmm. then pushing it forward to look down, right? Like where 95 percent of the population, like if you press up, is up, right? But like I've always oh, kind of yeah, no, related I'm to inverted too. 
too. You're an inverted? Yeah. Play, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I can't this side of the table, table. Mr. Donica. I cannot play it. Otherwise. Otherwise. My brain doesn't I'll work that way. I'll sit there and I'll die within two seconds so every time because I just can't turn the right way. I play inverted <laughs> for uh, flight games, but I don't play inverted for shooters. So he's a monster. I am a monster. <laughs> no, literally, I wonder what the percentages are. And actually, I think it'd be interesting to see like what characteristics do people who are inverts. We're having our own little therapy group, Mark. Thanks for having us. We're going to start a study. I know. (laughs) We'll do this. We're having fun over here. This is a party side of the table. Uh, Which which (laughs) would you want to play? Oh, I'd be all about Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush, me too. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of the the standing racing game, though, too. So I would play Turbo Time. I, I think okay. that, that would be fun. As an asshole who goes into other games and takes those over, <laughs> I want to play Turbo Time too, man. That guy's legit. Oh, if, like, he was <laughs> the, not messing around. Yes, Turbo, that totally. Would be Every other level is a different game you're taking over. Did oh, you? This is the new game. Yeah, that yeah, that's, yeah, 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 exactly. You're just We're just making a disgruntled games video game yeah, character, totally. and you just have to go into games. What's, uh, uh, Dimitri Martin's got that whole bit about video game hospital, where mm-hmm. it's just like really, 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 really busy hospital, where the video game characters from all the other hospitals come, or the other games when they're shot come to this hospital. And then they get released at some time. Right. right. Yeah, poor yeah. poor people. <laughs> uh, it's not like a Pokemon Center, which we talked about last week, or two weeks ago on Video Game Movie Anatomy. Oh, Check it out. Yeah, you missed Pokemon. It was, it was an interesting look yeah. at uh, what I thought was nostalgia. So, um, nostalgia sometimes needs to stay. Yes, nostalgia. it's nostalgic for a reason. We've yeah. learned this. Which is why I really wanted you to be there, uh, which is fine. Just go back and watch it. We'll force you. Uh, I have a lot of YouTube comments. Do you guys think that? That that Turbo slash King Candy becoming a cybug was cheesy or unexpected, or do you think he should have done it on his own merits? Dude, look, it works. They they explained it in a gaming nomenclature, right? It's a boss level Mm -hmm. genius, right? Like at the end of the movie, end of the game, totally. Welcome to the boss level. He even had his like catchphrase, you know, the bosses keep yelling over and over again. I thought it was great. It's it's super worked. If they if it it just happened. Fine, but like they explained it away with mm-hmm. that boss level. Welcome to the boss level. It was great. Yeah, it was not great. cheesy. It did work no, out. It, I you mean, think so? You're leading no, 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 this. No, no, no. With, I'm, I'm it, just asking. It was a little bit obvious of a plot device, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was bad or really out there to the point where I'd sit there and be like, "Because oh, I want a boss in a that? video game." No, 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 that's, yeah, that's it cool. makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it, it makes worked. Sense. And they set it up earlier in the movie when they talked about the cybugs eating and growing and changing yes. yeah. based on what they eat. So they, it was a fine setup. It wasn't something where it's like at the last minute. Oh, by the way, when they eat something, they kind of oh, become yeah. it. Oh, right, right, surprise! Right, right, right. Yeah, and 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 so that worked. A uh, little bit about the production of this movie. Uh, the the original concept of this movie, Disney wanted to make this back in the late eighties. I can't handle that. It's so cool. Well, I figure it was, uh, they, the working title was High Score, so it made it seem like, and then in the late 90s they tried it as Joe Jump, and then Reboot Ralph in the mid-2000s, so they made it seem like it was about the the hero. They were trying right. to make it, they were trying to make a video game movie about the hero. So, uh, it ended up, uh, with with the with the director uh, Moore as well as Lasseter, uh, who was the head of Walt Disney Animation at the time, they decided to make it about the bad guy who wanted he wa- like he wanted something more. He wanted he wanted a good uh, he wanted to become a good at least a good guy. So, um, do you would you have preferred to see it 
from a good guy's perspective, or do you think this worked out? It's totally worked, it, and it's also yeah. not only not only does this perspective work, but this time worked, right? Like animation is such right now that they could really effectively like like awesomely animate all of mm-hmm. these different styles of games. If this had been done in the eighties, what I'm sure it'd have been fine. There might have even been a good message there, but like. I think part of what makes this fantastic are the effects, right? Like, they really right. transport you to a very different aesthetic every time you go mm-hmm. somewhere else. It, and yeah. it, was, it was awesome watching them on the screen at the same time, right? Watching Calhoun next to Felix, next to the candy people. Like, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. And he even calls it out. He's like, like, oh, look at these HD graphics, oh, yeah. which is, like, the best pickup line, as far as I'm concerned. He's so good. Face. So good. You need to stop looking yeah. at me right now, though. Man. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, and something that I saw in the uh, the special features was for for Niceland, where Fixed Felix takes place. They made sure that none of the Nicelanders ever move in a diagonal. They are line always. Yeah, they're always on that grid. That, and that pixelation fi- and animation was fantastic. Totally right. Like they're like at fifteen frames a it. second. Right. They're oh, just yeah. boop, boop, boop. And even it's the smallest great. detail when Ralph is pounding on the bricks to kind of make a bed, mm-hmm. every single puff of smoke is a square. Yes. But you can't see it because it's like five seconds and right. it just looks right. Right. Yeah. So the the attention to detail that they made, especially and for Sugar Rush, they had the set designer make it in candy before they even animated it. Really? 100%. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah, that's so that cool. Of course they did. Hey, can, I, you, I know. can you make this set in candy, please? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Best best day on the job ever. Of course they did. It was yeah, yeah. so good. The, Not surprised. the attention to this world as well as the reverence for the existing worlds. I actually have um, if you can bring it up on screen, I have a picture of the game station uh, one of the alleyways. Early early in the in the in the movie, you see a uh, and if we can bring it up on our screen too, James, it's it's on the, the taskbar. Um, it's there's graffiti. There's a whole bunch of graffiti. It should be the last picture. There it is. Uh, we yeah. on the left. It says Aerith lives. Yep. Which for you Final Fantasy VII fans out there, wow! <laughs> like they got they got a death oh, thing in oh, there. Yeah. Wow! And then on the right, you can't. Unfortunately, the glare is no, a little yeah, bit much. All your base are belong to us. Stop. Yes. Stop. One hundred percent. Yeah. And also, there's a, <laughs> it's good. In a different section of the movie, I couldn't I couldn't find the still of it. There's in giant blue letters Jenkins. Mm-hmm. It's on the other side. Jenkins. So they they have the culture and they mm-hmm. have the the world is just it's it's respect and reverence and and those tiny little references on the off the bat. That's when Ralph is first coming back from the from the meeting. It gives you a sense of this movie respects the world that I'm coming from, totally, and the things that I like in a way that isn't overt. And I don't, and I think we're in good hands here. I like it even more. <laughs> That's so good. There's always something to find. Like the yeah. world needs more Leroy Jenkins references, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and and actually, speaking of the the villains circle, one of my favorite uh, bits of trivia was there was Capcom had a little bit more to do in the movie. The original uh, when they first were showing the villains roundtable. Dr. Wily from Mega Man was in the spot of the, the noob cybot, the, the ninja that pulls yep. the heart out of the zombie. Yeah. That was supposed to be Dr. Wily, but something, I mean, Capcom is already all over the movie. Sure. So mm-hmm. uh, they they pulled it back for some reason, but Mega Man and Dr. Wily were supposed to be in the movie. Uh, and and I, I would have loved it even more. But uh, when we talk about game overs and extra lives, we may be able to <laughs> move a little bit forward. Uh, so I w- here's, here's the pedigree of the man who, who directed this film. Uh, Rich Moore directed The Simpsons, the original run of Futurama, including the pilot. Really? So this, he was the director yeah. of, of Futurama, uh, The Critic, 
Drawn Together, which has always been one of my favorite shows. I love the critic. Um, Baby Blues, uh, which which was a, a fun little show, and Spy vs. Spy for Mad TV. Um, and he also there was a, there was a short lived uh, show as well called Sit Up Shut Sit Down Shut Up, which is a it was a it was about a school. It was fun, but it got it got canceled unfortunately. But also, so so this was his first uh, theatrical movie, and with just with a sense of. Nostalgia for that humor that we've totally. grown up with, yeah. with The Simpsons, with Futurama, with The Critic, with Drawn Together, maybe a little bit more recent. Um, it's no wonder oh, why yeah. the humor oh, in this yeah. movie is so complete sense. hit and on mm-hmm. point. He's smart. Smart. Yes. 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 Speaking of smart, he's going to be directing the upcoming movie Zootopia, which is coming out next spring for Disney. All right. Which is Disney's return to anthropomorphic animal movies. And all, right. all of the yeah. stuff that I've seen right. on you need to look up uh, look up Zootopia Sloth. Okay, oh, it's, it's one fantastic. of their new trailers. Um, no, all of the really all funny. of the DMV is run by sloths. I'm on board, sold, yeah. and all of the stuff that they showed us life. at D23 yeah, yeah, is science. amazing. So this guy, Los Angeles. Oh, he also did. He also did the voices of Bill Sour Bill and Zangief. Uh, the Zangief speech was great. Yeah, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. good and good for him. And he's also he's one of the portraits in Tapper's like. All of the little oh, right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's he's all over this movie. He flipping love this movie. Good man. Um, I, and bless his heart. I love him so much. Uh, so, getting into the critical box office, this was a very well received movie. Sure. Um, it was actually really hard to find a uh, like a really bad review. What was there? One? Um, there was one. Okay. Um, and, and I, what was it? And it doesn't make sense. Uh, so what that's did it what. Take yeah, with? It do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got them down here. Okay. So let's do the. Actually, let's do the negative first. This is from Christopher Orr from the Atlantic. Unlike the Pixar films towards which it inspire, aspires, which marry sophisticated conceits to straightforward storylines, Wreck-It Ralph consistently gets lost in its own intricate plot mechanics, which I don't. I don't I disagree. See that. No. It's not lost. Lost is the wrong adjective. It this is, movie is yeah. also on track. There's not a wasted frame. I agree. Yeah. It is very easy to follow along mm-hmm. with what's going on in the movie, and they do introduce a lot of things, but it all ties up and it all goes somewhere. There's nobody. And it's very clear. Nobody, and, and furthering up, or following up on the not a wasted pixel, there isn't a character introduced that isn't important in some way or another. Even Sour Bill becomes like it's a funny joke. And then right. it becomes integral in Ralph finding out about Vanellope and what Vanellope really is. Totally. I mean, yeah. we said we said smart a minute ago, but like also, I'd say there's like a level of intentionality in this mm-hmm. movie. Like, but I think yeah. again, Lost. You're right. It's nonsensical. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. usually I don't get into reviews being wrong, but dude, straight wrong. And here's one that uh, here's one that knocks it out of the park. <laughs> Betsy Sharkey from the Los Angeles Times. It's not just the joystick junkie in me that admires Wreck-It Ralph. Disney's wacky new comic adventure with a lovable lug of a video game character at its center. The movie's subversive sensibility and old school slash new school feel. Are a total kick, and it nails like a, a new. Yeah. It, it nails a new school uh, story mechanic of like this, the single father and the daughter, right. and and right. the the video game framework. But it's at its core, it's a classic Disney movie. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah for sure. And it really celebrates. Like I think to your point that you even reinforced it with the Leroy Jenkins one. It celebrates gamer culture without mm-hmm. it being the punchline, which yes. I didn't see pixels, but everything about pixels seemed to demonstrate that Same. gamers were the punchline. Yeah. There's there's one line that made me knew, I mean, I knew already that I wasn't going to see it, but one line in the trailer that made me go, I'm going to hate this movie. It was starring Adam Sandler? No, no, no. no sorry, sorry. Speaking of Adam Sandler, but... but it was something that he said. Just the one where he goes, 
Donkey Kong. I was like, they're not going to take it they seriously. Don't get, and, no, no, oh, yeah, no. get it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not for gamers by gamers. No, no not at no. all. whatsoever. It's for Sony but, uh, by but Sony. But it seems like a shitty trade-in, right? Like, they're treading on nostalgia. And again, it's all earned in this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, your right. reverence for that source material, obviously, if they've got, like, Final Fantasy VII references and, like, all of your base, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, great, genius. Like, that's one that'll go over most people's head but, unless you were internet, like, 1.0. And, but, and, but reverent for the source material, right? Like, they, yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not treading on nostalgia. Nostalgia and, and cashing in on it, if that makes any sense. Which right. I felt like Pixels was a bunch of licensed nonsense. I, I can I can agree with that. Uh, yeah. We're running a little low on time, so uh, let's get to some of our favorite parts. Right. The favorite line. This is where we talk about what our favorite line in the movie was. There's so many good ones I to pick. I had to stop so myself from writing really? things down. Yeah, 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 I, I, I had, to, I go had one. to stop. I had to go first one that's in my mind, and that's it. That was done. Okay, you're just doing one? Right. Yep. Right. I had to okay. do this one. Okay. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> You yeah. hit a guy with glass. That's very, very clever. He's breaking me. You, oh, broke, you was... broke me. That A, that's in all of our list. There's oh. no doubt. No, it, it, is, it is right there. Totally. Yeah, it's <laughs> it absolutely so good. Is. Because the, the timing, the setup, and the Perfect. joke. And, and your delivery, by the way. was. I'm so glad that was yours. I love it. Uh, Stacey? All right. So I think the one I'm going to go with is... Um, Ralph, when he finds like the fungin, or he's trying to figure out what's going on, and he's like, "What's going on in this candy-coated heart of darkness?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. totally. Every time I just die. I know a it's so good, yeah. so good. <laughs> so I've got a one and a one A. But I think Calhoun's right. saying the selfish man is like a mangy dog chasing a cautionary tale. Yeah, that was <laughs> so, so good. good. So good. Uh, yeah, like it was so good. I wish I'd written it right. Mm-hmm. Like I write a little bit, and I'm like, it just like slow clap right on the screen. Oh, yeah. And Mother then you, you alluded to it earlier when Ralph says they invited Pac-Man. That cherry, that cherry chasing dot muncher isn't even part of this game. Yeah, <laughs> cherry chasing dot muncher. When they That's... throw insult, insults in this game, they throw or in this movie about games. Hi, uh, yeah. they throw them well. That's, you, and that <laughs> sounds like also a little filthy. Oh, yeah. Running through the yeah, dirt it's and like, oh, filthy. Yeah. but it, yeah, just fantastic. Yeah, it was so mm-hmm. good. Right up there, that and Diaper Baby have been in my head <laughs> since I watched this movie. I, I hope that becomes a part of everybody's regular lexicon. Uh, some it's going to be my mic lines. check from now on. Good, it yeah, should be. You've got to write it down. Yeah, uh, very good. Uh, so with every movie, we like to uh, recast these with special little quips. Because this movie was supposed to come out in the late 80s, uh, We this week we're doing late 80s actors for our main five, Ralph, Vanellope, Fi- uh, Fixed Felix Jr., Calhoun, and King Candy. Who wants to go first? With uh, with our, our star, Ralph. I'd like you to go first because I did it, like whatever because I never actually play by the rules. I, I appreciate went, like, it. I um I, I did a dep- I didn't like I in my mind I'm porting this game. So okay. This, so I'm porting Wreck It Ralph and this stuff to iOS and PS4. Okay. So I've got two separate casts. So actually okay. I didn't go the 80s. I'm not subject matter expert there. Man, I, even I just said Ralph Macchio. I know I'm the worst. So okay. I just want Ralph Macchio. Can I, I, I could see Macchio as <laughs> okay. Felix. Yeah. Yeah, so totally. There you go. That's all I wanted. Nailed it. Yeah, all right. Perfect. All right, Stacy. Okay, so for Ralph, um, I, I came up with two for most of these, actually. Okay. So uh, my first one was Michael J. Fox. Interesting oh, that you say that. That is very Interesting good. that you say that. Um, I, uh, I, w- I was figuring more of like a lummox, uh, more, of a, more of like a, a relatable everyman, so I put Jeff Bridges. Like right there, right uh, yeah. uh, after oh. after Tron, yep. mm-hmm. right before Big Lebowski. He's super dependable. Mm-hmm. Yep, you, you hear his voice and I you're like, like he's fixing really, stuff. I can really like that. Yeah, guy. yeah, excellent. No, for Ralph, not for Felix. Mm. It's okay. I still love okay. you. I still <laughs> no, love you. No, no, I want him as Felix. 
<laughs> and and but speaking of Michael J. Fox, that's who I put for Felix. I was torn. I had a, a we. <laughs> I actually had a discussion with my husband about it. Yeah. Like, no, do you think for Felix or for Ralph? So we so, went back and forth a few times. So who did you put for Felix? So for Felix, we put or I put Matthew Matthew uh, Broderick. That's really good. Was the, that's really good. Was the decided huh. best choice. I know. I, I realized I totally skipped over you just because I want to talk about Broderick. No, like, just keep me because I've got like minor, minor Bueller, game ports. Like Ferris so Bueller, uh, color commentary on yours. Ferris Bueller, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I mean, no, that's a great I'm, call. I'm down. That's. <laughs> right. I mean, a great call. Yeah. Um, what do you got? What do you got, Patrick? Uh, so, like, minor, like, again, I did ports, so I've got two, like, an iOS port. So, like, okay. we're taking this movie, and I'm putting it on iOS, and I'm doing up, uh, Ralph is gonna be Jack Black. So, like, yeah, they're just, like, a little huh. more family. Like, yeah. Okay. Wrecky Ralph's gonna be Jack Black. Melissa McCarthy is actually gonna be Calhoun. She All went, right. Yeah, a little, little, little more jovial, okay. we're fun, family. And then, uh, I've got, w- w- we need a little bit more of a diverse cast, so I'm actually casting Camille Mangiani. From um, Silicon Valley. No, I know Camille. Camille, okay. Camille Langiani yeah. as, uh, as Felix. On my like iOS port. I like that too. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of Calhoun, who do, who do you have for Calhoun? Calhoun, um, Jamie Lee Curtis was my... I just saw who your other one was. Who was your, who was your other one? Sigourney Weaver. I wrote the exact yes. same two. Yes. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney yes. Weaver. Really only the... two choices for Calhoun in the really? late 80s. I mean, <laughs> that's it. But that, uh, Terminator 2, what was her name? Um, <sighs> shoot. I totally... You know oh. what I'm talking about? She yeah. Had, yeah, she would have been a great Calhoun. She would have been good, too. Uh, I didn't know her name. She was married to James Cameron. I'm sorry, I'm the worst. <laughs> no, I know. But we all yeah. see her. Yeah. Um, but I, just doing I, was like, Weaver's, I was like, Weaver seems like the obvious choice. Who's the other one? Jamie Lee Curtis. And then they'll go yeah. and be like... Important though, our uh, female lead, Vanellope von Schweetz. I didn't hear what you said to say about her for Vanellope. Oh, and the ports. I don't know. I don't have it. I don't have her for the iOS. That port. was kind of hard because <laughs> so, so I've got a cast for the PlayStation oh, version. PlayStation so in the version. in the 1080p 60 frames a second version, I've got Hugh Jackman playing uh, Wreck It Ralph. Jeez, you got to be sexy, right? We're sexing it up. This is like All the right. new version. Rose Byrne is actually going to play Calhoun. Oh my god, I know, I know. And so yeah. like Fix It Felix, uh, I'm, I'm torn between um, Zach Woods, who's also in Silicon Valley, the mm-hmm. tall guy who's in the office. Or again, sticking with that really like attractive, good-looking thing. I like. I want to go Mark Paul Gosler, which would be Zach from Saved by the Bell. No, I'm still no. a fan of Zach Morris. I'm yeah. still in love with Kelly Kapowski. That's my PlayStation Four version I don't of this PG. game. Yeah. It's a good guy. Right. Uh, what about you, Stacey, for Vanellope? For Vanellope, uh, Tiffany Thiessen. That's not the other one you <laughs> I put because no. I put. Drew Barrymore. That was my other Did one. For a, late, for a late 80s. Oh, shit. Yes. That's really, really good. And I was actually thinking, should I put Tiffany Face in MIP? Really? I literally no, just said Kelly. Kelly. I literally just I said Kelly Kapowski. Like I just, yeah. I'm so, yeah. That, uh, this it. is weird. All right, so <laughs> the most important um, for King Candy slash Turbo. Like, this is super likable. Somebody whose performance you can you can go, oh, I love that guy. There's no way that he can possibly be bad. Oh, I think the obvious choice is Robin Williams. That's a great choice. And I'm not she's knocking like, that no, choice. No, no, no. It's, like, it's the obvious. Well, I'm no, picking up my like, mic. I like how, no, 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 I like how the I obvious have... choice is the one that we didn't match up on. I know, right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she's like, I got it solved. I don't even want to hear yours, Mark. Yeah. Like, it's Robin well, no, Williams. No, we matched up on the other one. Then. Yeah, I know. That, this was my personal favorite, mm-hmm. but I thought Robin Williams was the obvious one. This is a man who we all miss. I mean, we all miss Robin Williams as well. Gone way too soon, John Candy. Oh. John Candy is King Candy is funny for several reasons. Several reasons, uh, but also he's. It would be a different, completely different type of performance. But mm. and I could almost see him as a Ralph too. But I think 
he would be a good counter for that silliness, and he's he's a guy that you would never expect to turn into Turbo. No, it's really good, and that's and that's it's why really I like good. it so much. It's, I love doing the casting thing. It's my, it's my favorite part um, of the show. So it let is. us know, late 80s actors, who you would want to see voicing these roles down in the comments or on Twitter. Before we get going, final thoughts on Wreck-It Ralph. I wish all video game movies were this caliber. I wish all movies <laughs> okay. were of this caliber. Like, And again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to the two of you for not subjecting <laughs> me to another awful movie. This is a pure joy and a great movie to kind of go into the holiday season. Stacey. Uh, yeah, I absolutely adore this movie. I think it hits all the right places um it gives you all of the feelings uh and you know what i i was slightly disappointed with this movie when it first came out because of um how it just focused on like this the couple lands as opposed to like being a romp through a whole bunch of different video games but i've grown i mean i love it it's absolutely endearing and the characters are likable the humor is on point Mm -hmm. there was actually another game that was going to be featured called easy living 2 like in an early version of the script where it's going to be like a sims where ralph just kind of shows up and everybody's like oh everything's great right (laughs) like totally awesome great and he keeps getting like thumbs up he's like "Ah, but there's no negativity whatsoever so he's like i don't like i don't like this this is weird yeah never mind abort Mm -hmm. um wreck it ralph is a movie that I I adored upon uh, seeing it opening day, and this was the first time since then that I that I've watched it, and it made me realize I need to watch this movie a lot more regularly because it makes you it makes you feel stuff that warm and fuzzies that you just don't get with every movie, and it I truly believe that this will become or this will be considered a Disney classic uh, with enough time that's passing. Uh, so. This or we usually do a verdict, which is an extra life that you want to give this movie another chance, or game over. You think this is good, so or you think that's it. This told the story. We're done with it. Uh, what do you guys think about this movie? I want, yeah, I want more. I want this I concept want of like, and I want him to be. I want him to. I want him to leave this arcade and run into other versions. He didn't know there was an iOS version of him out there. He didn't know right. that there was all these other Felixes and all these Ralphs out there. And I want him to see different versions of the gritty That'd reboot. I want him to run into a gritty reboot version of himself, right? And I want them to all get together. Like, I, I want more mm-hmm. of this for sure. But in in the modern context of the video mm-hmm. game industry, yes, more, right. absolutely. Yeah, there. Yeah. It's. Essentially, all but confirmed that we're getting a record Ralph two. Voice actors have confirmed. Wait, really? The the, just, the music- I'm so glad I came on the show. Yeah, I, I know. Um, Jack McBray has essentially said, "Yeah, I've already got this script, and I'm recording lines." So it's still an early early production, and the. Uh, I totally forget the guy who did the music, which was phenomenal. I agree. Oh yeah, um, he he's like, yeah, hey, I'm already writing stuff for the second one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they can go with it, but I mean, we're all extra life here. I want to oh, see yeah. the continuing adventures of Ralph and crew. Yeah. I want you. Oh look, that's not that's not the music. Don't worry about it. Um, so yes, we all give this an extra life. Uh, can't wait to see more from Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, and um, but. For now, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy. We're not coming back uh, in two weeks because of the holidays, so make sure to follow us on Twitter and use the hashtag VGMAnatomy to find out what we're watching next week. Patrick Dees. Please tweet at us. Let us know what we yes. should watch and save me from watching terrible stuff. You can find me at really P... Really bad ones. <laughs> right? Or the worst <laughs> ones. You find me at P to the D's on Twitter, and I host a video game podcast called Pixel by Pixel. You can find that on iTunes. <laughs> 
I'm also on Twitter as Ye Old Nerd, or more commonly at Nerds Doing Stuff, where I'm a nerd doing stuff. <laughs> it's it's the best setup. It's the best. It's the best. It's you know perfect. what you get Stumbled going on in. It, keep yeah, people, again. people are doing stuff. Back of the box quote. Um, I, yeah, going back to him. Right uh, I'm the internet soapbox, Mark Donnick. You can follow me on Twitter at soapbox Mark. I recently did an episode of Hot Pepper Gaming that's going to be going up in a couple of weeks. I can't wait. Yeah, me and Dave. It was great. I cannot wait. Um, and former host of the show, Dave Klein, did it as well. We both did it at the same time. A whole bunch of fun. DK? Uh, he's great. Donkey uh, Kong. Uh, sorry. <laughs> different um we're doing a, a special episode of jedi alliance on the popcorn no- popcorn talk network on friday about the force awakens uh and then uh jessica jones we're doing our wrap-up on wednesday too much stuff Support too much good stuff use hashtag vgm anatomy and we will see you at the arcade Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.